This is my low-budget theme song It's kind of out of tune I think, I don't know, I don't have an ear for this stuff But I'm a poor startup founder So screw the likes of you Good morning, it's Rob the poor startup founder coming at you live from Vancouver. It's hump day today, and I wanted to say that this is my first episode of my first podcast, um, and I don't really know what I'm getting into, so I'm just kind of jumping in. I don't have a syllabus. I don't have an outline. I don't have any idea of what I'm going to be talking about today, but I am going to just make the effort to introduce myself and what the goal of the podcast is all about. Um, I am a startup founder, uh, and I consider myself pretty poor. Um, this is my second, or I'm, I'm in the middle of my second startup called Pounce. Uh, it's an HR uh, technology, specifically in the recruiting sector. Um, it's mainly to help job seekers, candidates, uh, look for work with a beautiful career profile, a very uh, smart career profile. Uh, we have a channel for recruiters to to manage candidates, and then we're building out another channel for uh, small to medium-sized businesses to do internal hiring, blah, blah, blah. Who cares about that? I've also had another startup, which was called GoWork, uh, also uh, HR technology, uh, more in the more along the lines of uh, performance management software. That was um, uh, addressing the issue that annual reviews suck. Uh, they suck is is the word suck is so perfect because they suck the life out of you as an employee, as a, a manager, even HR hates. Um, these annual reviews because there's so much work on their plate once a year Um, and it's stupid. The only people that love it are top leadership. That's CEO, the C-level, the top folks who can get an overall understanding of the organization, where the workforce is at, um, how they're hitting their goals. Cascading goals are stupid uh, just saying, I'm, I could get into this uh, if you want regularly because I think it's really fascinating. So our startup, my startup, was all about uh, performance management on the fly. It was about real-time uh, feedback. It was about uh, goals that aren't so much about uh, – n- aren't so much cascading as they are uh, collaborative between managers and employees. Managers should not be – getting a ruler stick and seeing how well you're doing, managers should be uh, talking to their employees and understanding what their hurdles are. How do we eliminate those hurdles? How do we make that better? Wow, I haven't thought about this stuff for a little while. Um, Anyways, that was my previous startup. Uh, I, I, I started it, got a few clients on there, uh, was acquired by a company called Trinet uh, in California, in the Bay Area. Worked for Trinet uh, and produced my my uh, app or or software for another four years. 
before the uh, golden handcuffs, as they say, were removed. I was unshackled and I was free. Uh, and I uh, started my next venture called Pounce. So the premise of this whole podcast is for me to share stories, the good, the bad, and the ugly of what a startup really looks like. I certainly read the headlines like everybody else. I go get my email um, newsletter from Crunchbase. I subscribe to Inc., um, an entrepreneur, and I see all these beautiful success stories. And often I'm kind of just pissed off reading all this stuff because it seems so easy for, for some people. You know, the glossy pages with the Photoshop images of people who are successful, you know, top 100 under 40, um, or sorry, top 40 under 40, top 30 under 30, all these, all these kind of snappy little headlines that glorify successful people. It pisses me off because when you're in the trenches in a startup, it sucks. It sucks hard, especially if it's your first one. It sucks so bad. Uh, I know I was there. And if you are doing your first startup right now and you're listening to this, I got to tell you, this is probably the best podcast for you to listen to. If you haven't done a startup and you're thinking about it, please, um, you know, take in a few episodes here and there. I think that you can do it. I don't know who you are. I don't know your background. But I think you can do it. If you even have a remote kind of inkling that there's something you want to do out there that doesn't involve answering to a manager or a boss, uh, that doesn't involve punching in and punching out. Uh, by punching, I don't mean physically punching anybody. I mean like a punch card, time time card. Just to clarify, I don't know how le- legal this, this podcasting business is. Um, if you, if you want to try something, I think you should, whatever your age, you know, people say that once you hit 30 or once you hit 40, you're kind of over the hill and a startup is not right. But I completely disagree with that statement. I completely disagree that the younger you are, the better off you are in a startup. I certainly see the reason that young people are... Um, less afraid of failure, more brazen, but fuck that. I mean, we are, <laughs> we're all afraid to fail. Um, even the young people, but young people are stupid. No offense, but young people are stupid. Older people, which have more experience under their belt, Uh, more failures, more stumbles, have seen where hurdles come from, have seen all of this stuff. They're usually the more uh, cynical folks. They're the ones that know. They know what customers need. They know what uh, marketing needs. They're the ones that know, but they're a little tired and they've been beaten down possibly one too many times by a stupid fucking manager who thinks that they know what's what. Don't listen to a manager. I mean, do what they ask you to do in terms of your job. But if they ever tell you that you're not 
capable of doing something, quietly in your head say, fuck you. If they tell you that um, they're looking out for you, so you should not be talking to anybody else in the organization, they'll do the talking for you because, you know, they're in with someone and you're not, quietly say in your head, fuck you. Stand up for yourself. Be your own person. You are never going to get anywhere in this world if you rely on a manager. A manager is great if they are a mentor, if they're teaching you, if they're guiding you to success. But they'll never guide you to be their boss. So I advise that if you are thinking about a startup, if you have an idea and you want to explore it just even a little bit to see if it might have some traction, but you're scared shitless, that's good. Now, do it. Let's do it. Let's do it together. You know, I'm doing Pounce right now. I'm in the validation uh, stage. It's tough. Uh, It's super tough. And I wish, I wish that it was easier. I don't know how you know, how well we're going to do. I know we're going to exit. I, I, I've done this before, and I know the right moves to make for an exit. I know that we'll make some money. But how much, how long am I going to be at this? Who knows? Um, what we've built is a beautiful, beautiful platform. Uh, lots of people have agree, agree that this is one of the most beautiful platforms out there. I don't mean to sound like Trump, but it is a beautiful wall. I mean, platform. And we are, we're, we're probably, you know, maybe a few months away from, from getting that true validation. We've already got a few paying clients, but we don't have, uh, what we don't have is, you know, high conversions. We don't, we, we're paying a lot of money to, marketing and advertising um, so that we get a bunch of people trialing our product, trying our product for free for a limited period of time. And those people are not converting the way we want them to convert. They're not as uh, eager to convert. So we're, we're filling in the gaps. We're, um, we're, we're polishing off the corners and we're making sure that it's an easy uh, decision for them to make. So I want to tell those stories about Pounce on my current journey. I'll tell you stories on the fly as they happen. Some of them will be good. Well, actually, most of them will be good when it comes to Pounce. Um, and that's not because they're all good stories. That's because I don't want to share the bad stuff live. I'll tell you after the fact. Um, and I'll tell a lot of stories about Go Work, my first startup. Good stories, bad stories, stories that will make you cringe, stories that will, you know, make you feel embarrassed for me. Um, trust me, I've been through it all. I've been through <clears throat> the the good parts, which have been so elevating, so heightening, so uh, so much for my self esteem, and then I've been through moments where I've questioned, you know, my worthiness in this world. So I want to share that. I want to share that in a funny kind of podcast. Um, How about I start off with one quick story to give you a taste of what I'm talking about. Let's start off with a story. 
and I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to use real names, first real names, and people are, may be able to, you know, connect the dots. But I honestly don't think that it's really worthwhile to throw people under the bus so many years later. These people were morons that I'm going to talk about. These people were jerks. They were narcissists. They were just plain idiots. Um, but they all had a hand in my development and who I became. Let's start off with Jerry. Actually, that's not his real name, but let's just start off with Jerry. I worked at a company, a creative agency uh, in Vancouver, and I was offered a job that uh, of art director. This is about eight, nine years ago. And the art director job was fantastic. I really wanted it. It was a step up in my career, um, and it's the only way that I would leave my current company called Talus. Uh, I was working in the creative department with a fantastic team, fantastic group of people whom I still consider friends. Um, some of the best people that I've ever worked with, talent-wise, personality, all that sort of stuff. I left Talus, a great job, great benefits, great pay for this for this job. I was told that I would have an art director job, but I should come in as a senior designer. Because as a senior designer, what I would get is, um, um, I would get in much, much quicker and HR would be able to process me and give me a job um, internally as opposed to, you know, doing all the paperwork for a new job rec, posting it, getting everybody to apply for it, and not all, that, all that sort of stuff. So they were just going to promote me internally. So I said, wow, that sounds great. Let's do this. So I, I joined the company and as a senior designer. But shortly after I joined, the guy that hired me was fired. And so I went to HR and I said, HR, um, I feel a little bit weird saying this, but you know, the guy that hired me promised me an art director job. I still don't have it. And HR said, oh, this is awkward indeed because there is no mention of you ever getting an art director job. I spoke to a few colleagues, a few in the leadership team, and nobody was told about this promise. I was pretty dumb. I got to admit, I shouldn't have taken a job without maybe something in writing. But I was really eager for this promotion. I was really eager to, to move into a higher position and advance my career. But even with all this said, I stayed. Unfortunately, I stayed for two years at this job, and it sucked the life out of me. I was so unhappy. I was so sad. I'd come home, you know, and my wife would be like, just quit. Just, just leave if you're so unhappy. And I said, but... The money is good. The benefits are good, you know, and we just had our first kid. So I felt like it was my duty to suck it up and take on this job as shitty as it was. Now, in comes my boss, who was hired a little while after my hiring manager was fired, and his name was Jerry. Jerry became my manager. Jerry should have known a lot about what we do 
at our jobs. He should have known a lot about the creative industry, which I was in, but he did not. In fact, he didn't even know how to turn off his computer. He'd asked his whole team, hey guys, does anybody know how to turn off this Mac laptop? And we laughed because we're in the digital design industry. Digital being the key word there. Digital means that you work on a computer. And if he had advanced throughout his career up to a position of director in this industry without knowing how to turn on or off his computer, then, uh, you know, that's baffling. That was something that first sort of struck us but it didn't end there. There were lots of stories of this guy being a complete moron. But he lasted at this company for two years. We never did performance reviews. Um, I spoke with HR a few times and they said there's nothing we can do because a, his boss is always vouching for him. His, bo- his boss is always saying this guy is good. You know, he's just getting a lot of flack from the whole entire team. The whole entire team, which was probably around 60, 70 creative folks, uh, dwindled down to um, a mere six, seven people by the end of his two-year run. He had whittled away the credibility of this department to the point where other departments who often used resources with the art art group, the creative group, now had gone elsewhere. And one of the ways that they went elsewhere was, including with me, um, they used some of the designers who actually went rogue, but stayed at the company. They stopped reporting to uh, Jerry, and they started reporting to other managers, either in product or marketing. And they weren't necessarily part of that team. They were just, you know, kind of, fostered by those managers. It was pretty pretty interesting black market type of stuff. And the reason I say black market was because these designers now were uh, working for multiple different departments, um, kind of doing bidding uh, for work. It was kind of like an, a, a tiny little uh, ecosystem of um, contractors. Jerry was by far the worst manager I'd ever come across. He had completely destroyed this team. He had created this 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 black market, which was very interesting actually, but it was it was terrible. The company was losing a lot of money because of this guy and yet he never was fired. Jerry became the inspiration for my product. And I'll tell you that story another time. But but one of the funny parts of all of this is that I used Jerry as a person in my demo to illustrate, you know, as many HR folks asked about performance management software, how do I how do I identify a bad manager? If the manager does all the reviews, how do, I, how do I identify a bad manager? So I showed them. This is Jerry. And these are the comments by his own team members that are private, that are sent to HR, 
Um, and these are what is revealed about Jerry. So there was a paper trail that they can start to see. If one person had a problem with Jerry, then they'd see that it's possibly a relationship issue. But if 10, 15, 20 people from within the department or with, from all other parts of the company had a problem with Jerry, then Jerry was a problem. So you see, I remember this so well because there was one demo I did. <laughs> one demo I did for a company locally. And I did the demo, I'd done the demo, you know, dozens of times, maybe 50, 100 times. I'd done the demo online to so many people using some webcasting software. I had done the demo in person to local companies. But this one particular one was in the design world. They heard about my product go work and they asked me to do a demo. As I'm doing the demo, I had actually used Jerry's face and name in the demo. And I was talking about how you can identify a bad manager and they recognized him. They said, is that Jerry? His real name. And I said, uh, oh, shitcakes. Yes, it is. And um, they started erupting in laughter because all the comments that I had put in there as sample data, they were saying that that's on point. That they tried to fire him, but they couldn't because he had um, created a team under him of all incompetent morons that all supported each other. They're all friendly. Um, we saw the same thing at the company that I was working at. So he was able to move from company to company as a, as you know, elevating his career, getting a better uh, title each time. I don't know how, but but he did it. And that frustrated the shit out of me. So that inspired me to build out a company called Go Work, uh, build out a startup that measured people's performance more objectively, and it gave a voice to employees and managers. So that's one story. I would love to tell you more stories, but I think we should keep these podcasts to 20 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. What do you guys think? I really don't know. If there's a way for you to provide comments, I would love to get feedback. I'm going to try posting this and seeing what happens. If there are particular stories that you want to hear about with regards to the acquisition, um, anything in spe like specifically part of the acquisition, anything specifically part of validating my business model um, for the first time or currently, I'd love to share that stuff. And if there's anyone with interesting stories who would like to participate in this podcast, well, let's let's chat as well. I don't want this to all be about me, <laughs> but I figure I have 100% control right now as I venture into this new, new found land, Newfoundland, of uh, podcasting, and I can experiment, uh, play around, and see what works and what doesn't work. I'll try to podcast frequently. I have no idea how this is going to go. But with your support, your feedback, your critiques, um, and be constructive. Don't be a jerk and say this sucks. 
worst 25 minutes of my life. I'm never getting that back. I mean, you're welcome to write that down, but you're also putting a lot of effort into writing out that comment. So you're kind of wasting your own precious time making a stupid comment. I think I should sign off. I don't know how to sign off. But what do people do? What do they do? Do they do some sort of clapping for themselves? Or do they play a tune? I do have a guitar. I used to play guitar a lot. I don't play much anymore. So I think that maybe... Ooh, this sounds so exciting. Maybe I can actually, you know, come up with some jingles. I sound more like Phoebe Buffay from Friends than anybody else. Um, my writing style is stupid. It's, it's like... Basically, uh, what comes to mind, I, I say, kind of like what I'm doing right now. It doesn't make much sense. So, little guitar, some startup stories, maybe some guests. Um, any particular terms that you want me to define for you, I'll try. But I know that there's a lot of terms out there that I think are stupid. Business terms I'm talking about. And... Uh, I try, I'll try not to say stupid too much, but I might say it a lot because everything is stupid. All right. With that said, toodaloos. I love you.